It's time for Eagle Talk. Franklin County is listening to Eagle 94.5 WZYX. Hi, everybody. Eagle Talk is here on Eagle 94.5 Wiseman Media WZYX. Thanks, Franklin County, for listening to me, Al Clark, and our very important guest today back on Eagle Talk here for the next couple of hours. Uh, lots to cover. Our guest today, I'm excited to welcome back Grant Gibson, who's been out a couple of weeks. Good morning. Thanks for having me back. He's got a big weekend coming up, and we'll talk about that here in a minute. And Michelle Earl joins us today. Thank you so much for stepping in here. Absolutely. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Most people know you, uh, but uh, okay, go ahead and read your laundry list of all the committees you're on (laughs) and all of the... uh, I know you got uh, selected for the county commission, and you are a former chamber exec, and now yep. you're the chairman of the board at the chamber, and uh, you're doing a little training and banking, and yes. I'm out of breath. That The plate is full. It is full. I'm, I'm overflowing. You know, you, you've heard uh, people uh, years ago used to drink coffee, and then it would overflow into the saucer, so it would cool, and they'd drink it from the saucer. I'm drinking from the saucer. Saucer. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking from the saucer, for sure. Move up just a little bit so yeah. we can hear you. Yeah, drinking from our, the saucer. Uh, our, st- our stand-in uh, uh, producer doesn't have any headsets on, so he really doesn't know how we sound. Is that Will in there? Yeah. Looking like Lane Kiffin yeah, today? He's trying, he is. He's trying to be Lane Kiffin. Boo. <laughs> hey, I was at that game, you know. <laughs> the UT versus Ole Miss with the old yeah, yeah. mustard did incident. Did you throw the golf ball? I did not throw the golf ball. But here's here's... The now, story behind the golf ball. Top golf, right? Top golf. Yeah. Yes. Did you hear about that? No. So Nealon hosted in order to promote Top Golf coming to the Knoxville area. Right. They hosted a Top Golf event in Nealon Stadium where they had a driving range. Okay. And so my theory is someone didn't bring a golf ball. Right. That like there were hundreds and <clears throat> golf balls that got missed. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. justifying that the sure. action by any means, but sure. Uh, sure. I just don't want the law enforcement or the ushers to be on the hook for that. That's right. So, well, or looking for mustard. Or look for mustard. <laughs> yeah, that's. I, don't I, don't, think I can't. Ex- brought that in a bag. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Where'd that come from? The mustard guy. It? Maybe so. Yeah. Not for me. Yeah. Now, someone said, and I don't know how true this is, but someone said they keep mustard on the field because if you're having a muscle cramp. Absolutely, that and pickle juice. Right. Okay. So that's it's already on the field. So it could have just been not. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Could have been knocked down. But who knows? And I don't, I don't want to point any fingers either, but I was sitting near an old Miss section, and I think a few bottles were coming out of that area too. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Anyway. It was fun, wasn't it? No, it wasn't fun. It was embarrassing. I just <laughs> felt horrible. Felt horrible. I apologize. There was four or five undergrad students from Ole Miss there, and the beginning of the game, they were having an absolute blast. They were singing Rocky Top themselves, filming the whole stadium. You know, they were experiencing college football like they hadn't ever done before. And then, of course, it took a turn. But I told them, I was like, hey, I'm so terribly sorry. I don't know. I don't speak on behalf of the University of Tennessee. But, That's right. <laughs> but I'm sorry, and y'all be safe getting out of here. That's exactly right. So. Exactly. Oh, that's sad. That was on the agenda to talk about this morning, wasn't it? How did get off on that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, now I'm lost. No, uh, no I, I did I did think that was highly unusual and unfortunate. And they got a quarter of a million dollar fine for that. And truthfully, I thought that was cheap. You know, yeah, any time mm-hmm. students mm-hmm. go on the field, mm-hmm. unless mm-hmm. it's a tradition, at mm-hmm. Clemson, you know, the students go on the field after every home game. But if it's not a tradition, it's 250 every time. 
So when Texas A&M rushed the field against Alabama, I know you guys are Alabama, so got to get that jab mm-hmm. in there because y'all got us last week. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, it's 250 every time. Wow. It's a pop, yeah. They wouldn't do that in Tuscaloosa, though. Never. No, because no, they don't stay to the fourth quarter. They're gone at, like, halftime, so. <laughs> well, they know the outcome. <laughs> the outcome. Yeah, that's an endearing jab there. Yeah, yes. Well, hey, we're approaching uh, the weekend and Halloween, and look here, front page, above the fold, hey, hey. photo, color, Herald Chronicle, story of Franklin County celebrating Halloween in style, all about the boobash tomorrow. So we got the guy who is Mr. Boobash here. Mr. Boobash. Um, <laughs> Thank you for that. A lot going on there, buddy. Um, prize money, music. Uh, it's going to be exciting, maybe. We're going to have weather or not. Rain or shine, we're doing it. You're going to do it anyway. Yeah, we're, we're there. All right, so what you going to update us about? I know there's something in here you didn't talk about. Yes, so the big draw, of course, is the trick-or-treating. Uh, you will have a tent and table set up. We have, I think the final count was 55 stops. And those will be set up all throughout the downtown area. The roads will be blocked the entire day. That's a little public service announcement there. I would do want to yeah, make... Yeah, where? At what point? Point. Uh, the nine block area. So if you're familiar with the f- setup of what Dogwood used to be, yeah. that it'll be a very similar shutdown so to get all the candies and tables and tents downtown, you got to walk nine blocks with it. Not necessarily nine <laughs> blocks. We've got plenty of parking oh, okay. uh, if, as long as you're walk, willing to walk just a little bit. But don't you walk at Halloween anyway? You walk at Halloween. That's I mean, right. That's, that's part of the, the fun. That's part well, of the Well, we used fun. to. I know that. My neighborhood, they get driven yeah. to your door. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, though, I do want to make a special mention of Blue Front Drugs. So we want to make sure people have access to their medications that day. Mm -hmm. So Jefferson Street will be open from 8 to 2 just for Blue Front customers. We have someone stationed at the entrance of North Jefferson Street to allow those folks in. So you're going to come in on Jefferson Street, make immediate right, go into Blue Front Drugs, and then kindly exit the premises <laughs> because yes. uh, the boo nice will be there. So that is nice. That is nice. And I need of that. to do that. And that's I more of just a medical yeah. consideration there. I I, uh, I know there is some concern from other shop owners as far as the foot traffic, vehicle traffic, hurting sales. So with that being said, hey, everybody's going to be open all day long. So please yes. come shop and don't let this interrupt your typical uh, shopping because those Christmas things are starting to roll out, believe it or not. But back to the Boo Bash, four to six is our trick or treating. Uh, some advertisements say that we're starting at three because we have a cornhole tournament starting at three, and Vision Church is having a King's Castle. It shouldn't be too haunted, family friendly walkthrough at their church. Nice. The cornhole tournament has been moved off of North Jefferson Street into the old fire hall behind City Hall. Yeah. So other than that, everything else is outside. The music has been moved inside and all that kind of good stuff there. So it's going to be a fun event. Fun event. So did you anticipate the weather when you booked higher ground for 6 p.m.? <laughs> it's ironic enough, isn't it? Yes. We, we did not. We did not. Um, like Michelle mentioned, we've got Sound Dogs, Higher Ground, Miss Fifi will be at the Winchester Amphitheater. So if you just want to come and you don't have any little trick-or-treaters and you just want to listen to some, some music, bring a chair, go to our amphitheater, enjoy a night of, of music. 
Absolutely. Now, talk to me about, I have not done this. This Ghost Tours by Stanley Bean. Yes. I have heard fantastic things about this in yes. the past. Um, and that is, are there still tickets, are there tickets for that? There's no tickets. All you have to do is email Stanley Bean at stanley.bean at fcstn.net to reserve your tour spot. It is completely free. He just can't take a, you know, the whole town. <laughs> We're limiting to 15 people per tour at 6.30, 8 p.m. and 9.30. That's starting at the livery. Just contact Stanley. He'll get you where you need to go. It does say ages 15 plus. 15 plus. 15 plus. So that, that needs to be noted. But I have heard of this, and I have heard that he does a fantastic job. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and I, during leadership one at one point, uh, we were waiting on, um, we kind of got stuck, stuck in transition, yeah. and he took us over to a house across from the Board of Education and told us just a little bit of some stories that are part of that ghost tour. Absolutely. But I have heard he does an outstanding job, and so that is on my agenda. Yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And, and thanks to Stanley Bean for doing that. Like I said, yeah. it's a free, free thing as long as you just reserve your spot. You know, we wanted to have something for all ages. And, of course, mm -hmm. the trick-or-treating takes care of mm -hmm. the little ones. We're hoping the ghost tours take care of the teens. And then the music and everything else takes care of the more seasoned folks. More seasoned. <laughs> That's what we were joking about off that, air earlier. That would it's be the me. first time I've been called more seasoned. Season. Do you like that? <laughs> yeah. We're working, another way to working on the phrasing. Yeah. I think he says we're a little salty. <laughs> hey, long story short if that seems overwhelming hey just come to downtown yeah. hang out yes. explore fall back in love with the downtown area because yeah. it probably looks a lot different than it did yeah. even two years ago we have a lot of great new businesses and folks being a part of our downtown community so hey just come hang out i took a day um i was i was actually waiting on the commissioner's meeting to start one evening and i was um I was between meetings and had some time and I it was summer and it was beautiful outside but I went around the square and I read all the plaques mm -hmm. yes about the buildings and yeah. the history and what was there and it is very interesting yeah. if you've not done that it's well worth the, the time to take and read yes. all of that information I did an article one time about delivery and uh, mm -hmm. part of the biggest enjoyment I had about that was reading about the history of that place and how many times it changed and the family down in Belvedere called up and said, we read your article. I've got the original photo and on and on and on, you know. Wow. And so uh, it's amazing. It wow. is. And, you know, what behind that is a, are great people. Joy Gallagher um, oh, yes. led the charge there for the most part. And then there's also a book um, that is at City Hall that you can purchase, oh. and it shows all the records of the history of the downtown area and every property owner or business that has been a part of our downtown community mm -hmm. since Mm -hmm. the beginning time mm -hmm. really cool mm -hmm. it is really cool and and you gotta think from my standpoint as someone who tries to recruit folks to our area giving them a sense of history and pride and our, our story mm -hmm. really plugs them in and understands the magnitude and the importance and the how cool of an opportunity it is to be a part of that and so yeah. they love that and, yeah. and want to yeah. just continue to carry that torch not necessarily you know change things a whole bunch mm -hmm. they want to restore that and that's mm -hmm. so awesome to see mm-hmm yeah, the voices you're hearing here on Eagle Talk are Michelle Earl and Grant Gibson, our guests today. And uh, we got a lot more to talk about, but we're kind of stumbling through the boobash here. But sounds like it's very well organized. I'm looking at the chart and where everybody's located. Uh, uh, 
bunch of people. Bunch of people, and I'm I'm blown away and so thankful and grateful to all the local and not even really local. I think we have some folks even coming from Murfreesboro area coming down. Oh, just you'll to have a lot of people. Well, well I'm talking about just now. to set up step, stops for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the volunteer effort just for this event alone has absolutely blown me away, and I'm humbled and grateful and thankful. And so, when you're going through that line, th- connect with those people. If it's a church, it's a club, it's an organization connect with those folks uh thank them for showing up and and providing this great event because i get to just sit back and hey i try to get mm-hmm. the pieces together but those folks are the front line people bringing the candy making the financial investment the time investment to make it happen and how many times have you heard uh, and i know you've heard this i know al has heard this i've heard this certainly uh my whole life living here is you know there's just nothing to do in franklin yeah. county there's <laughs> just <laughs> nothing to do i heard that monday i'm like what oh no no what and they said well you know not really a whole lot to do in this small town here and i said wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute eagle talk on friday right. and you'll find out everything is going it, on it, that's one thing yeah. i'm glad you mentioned that again yes and it starts tonight so, you know, the Franklin County Food Truck Friday is today. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this evening, uh, I, I believe, from 5 to 8 p.m. at the Farmer's Market Pavilion. Then on Donna Shore Boulevard there, they're going to have food trucks. They're going to have candy. They're going to have photo props. Lots of fun happening with that this evening. Uh, Boobash, uh, we just talked about. Um, y'all want me to go the, through these? The, the Haunted Island at Devil's Step. One, yes. One thing that I love... You know, all these small town communities have cool events and things mm-hmm. that we kind of overlap on. Mm-hmm. But one thing that differentiates us all is our assets. One, of course, being Tim's Ford Lake. That's right. And so for someone like Tim's Ford State Parks to take advantage of Tim's Ford Lake, the Haunted Island, the Devil's Step, um, it's so cool to see. It and I'm, cool. I'm jealous. I, I want to be, a, I, I, mm-hmm. I hate that I want to miss it mm-hmm. <laughs> for the boo bash. Come to the boo bash. That's, that's right. <laughs> but make it make it just one of your many stops that night because, like, for that's instance, right. we've got the Haunted Island Devil Step, which is a cool, cool, cool opportunity. Well, and you've got um, also this evening, so after you've done, um, after you've done the food trucks, there is also at the VFW for October the 29th this evening from 5 to 7, uh, is going to be trick or treating for the kids, seven p.m. to twelve a.m. I guess for the more season, Al. More, season. <laughs> more season, seasoned is the word of say. the day. Season <laughs> is the word of the day uh, for adult costume party with DJ Gary BFW on the lake. Which, by the way, they've redone that place. It is. It looks beautiful. Nice. Absolutely. It is beautiful. Beautiful setting. Uh, we've got Halloween hangout Saturday, October the thirtieth. Spin the wheel of prizes. Uh, free cotton candy and popcorn, and that is sponsored by Mott's. Mott's, that is at Mott's. Who would have thought? Kudos and a shout out to the Mott's people. Who would have thought that the people would stand in line? But they do, do. and I do. Oh, absolutely! It is amazing. For Mott's shaved ice. Mott's shaved ice. Have you? Are you a frequent flyer of Mott's shaved ice? Yes. How? Yes. And I'm telling you what, and that's just see the deal was that she was uh, employed out here at WCA. Okay. And only did that in the afternoons. Oh. However, the business got so big that she gave up out there at WCA and focused on the uh, shaved ice thing because it got to be so. That's a real success story. Now, I've heard some rumors surrounding that event there at Mont's that Willie Nelson in the flesh, or maybe someone that looks like Willie Nelson, will be there. Okay. Somebody that looks <laughs> like impersonator Willie Nelson will be there. Oh, no. I, listen. Uh, what was I going to write down? 
Go ahead. I don't know. You you, you grabbed your pen though when yeah. we were talking about Mott's, uh, Mott shaved ice. Well, it was actually just before we were talking about Mott's. Right. What were we talking um, about? Uh, VFW. Yeah. Yeah, 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 VFW. Um, so Deckard, they were going to have the Haunted Trail and Truck or Treat, um, but it did get canceled. Yeah. However, however, uh, Deckard said, okay, well, we're going to do something for the kids because, uh, you know, they, they want to have a place to go there. And so the Deckard Police and Fire Departments, they've decided that they'll be hosting a Truck or Treat at the Hank Weddington Park there, and that's on the 30th. Um, and there um, says that they'll be set up by 5, so come out and see them. Go out and see those folks there and then also camp rain presents harvest fun fest and that's at 626 bennett cemetery road if you do not know where camp rain is mm. uh that's the location of that it's beautiful it's beautiful once you get there it is oh, beautiful yeah. <laughs> you know and then so once you get there and little past it that's yeah. that's where i live that's why when you were saying you got my candy ready i was like i don't think that, anybody's coming to my house country. that's out there in god's country that's right that's god's <laughs> country that's right um but it is uh, 626 bennett cemetery road free food and drink candy <laughs> cotton candy candy apple games and that's three to six on saturday do the uh do the squirrels carry backpacks and they the rabbits do. carry fresh hey. lice out where you live so let me tell you a story yeah. real I quick i used to live somewhere like that yeah so let me tell you a story real quick so um so i i decided i wanted to uh have flowers right okay and so i got these little flower pots and i, I put them in the spring and, and they were beautiful and and i came out one morning and there was dirt and a couple of the flowers had been dug out and thrown to the side and so i politely went up there put everything back in place cleaned it up and went to work the next morning i get up and all of the flowers are out as if you didn't get my message yeah. they don't belong here yeah. and so i put them all back in there i want you to know Three days later, I walked out, and it had carried, I don't know what it was, it carried the flower pot into the woods and dumped it. And I told, I told Sean. I, I said, was, said this, was this Sean? I, I, no, he was in Atlanta. Oh, okay. And I was He's like, clearly something doesn't want me to have plants around here. And whatever squirrel that is, it's got some muscles. Yeah. It's, it's beefed up. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. A buff so, squirrel. A buff squirrel. If you can envision that. Yeah. Well, it might have been, <laughs> been deer. I don't know, but they were not happy about that. So then so then I thought, okay, well, I'm going to put them in the ground. And then dug up all my bulbs. Mm. And so now I have flowers growing in places I didn't plant them because they moved them. <laughs> um, so, I like so, it. It looks more wild. Right? <laughs> I don't know. It, they That's don't cool. like my placement. Uh, that's all I know. They don't like my placement. But uh, All right. Here's the big question now. Uh, what are you going to be on uh, Halloween? So, <clears throat> you know, I don't think I'm going to dress up. But oh, we're doing come on. We're doing pumpkin carving this evening at the house. And so we've got a big pot of chili because going. Because you're isolated. That doesn't let you off the hook for wearing, you know, uh, some sort of costume. A sort of something. Uh, well, now, some people would say I wear one every day. So <laughs> it just depends. My brother... <laughs> And my brother would say that, you know, my, I keep my broom handy. But um, <laughs> he always sends me something every year about that. But, um, but yeah, no, we don't have any costumes picked out. But I, uh, I don't think so. The grandbabies will be dressed up. Saturday, Saturday is going to be fairly busy for me. I, I, I've joked about being like maybe a track star or a roadrunner. Somewhat, something you should. Oh, we could be wearing orange. We could be wearing orange. Uh, but I'm still trying to convince my my office neighbor Glenn Grant f 
for for me to go as Dennis the Menace and him to go as Mr. Wilson. I love <laughs> my neighbor Who's there. The dog? Who will be the dog? There's a dog in there somewhere. There's a dog, and I found in City Hall yesterday a dog costume, like a, a mascot costume. So that's perfect. That's the missing piece. But uh, now I think I'm going to keep it pretty plain Jane, just because I'll be running around quite a bit. Well, we had a visit here from the American Legion uh, National Commander in uh, conversation with him on the air. Very nice guy, Paul Dillard. He's from Texas. Uh, he made me a Texas Ranger, so I'm dressing up as a Texas. We got the hat and the badge and Yeehaw. all that. I got the boots on today. I know, so they're sharp. Look, the boots are sharp. I saw those. Hey, uh, we're rapidly coming up on the point where we uh, welcome Kim Commando in for the uh, she's the America's digital goddess and she does the digital life hack every morning about this time um, <clears throat> when we come back we're going to talk to a very interesting lady whose name is Deb Birdsall she's written a book called overcoming my mother's addictions and uh, we're going to talk with her on the other side of the break here so We'll be right back after Kim Commando and a few words from our neighbors. And uh, this is Eagle Talk. Join us when we come back right after this. America's digital goddess, Kim Commando, is one of America's most successful radio hosts and web entrepreneurs. Her digital life hack reports are heard daily here on WZYX, Monday through Friday at 9.30 a.m. Sponsored by JNS Computer Full Service Repair Shop, 217 South Anderson Street in Tullahoma. From the basic computer to the gaming computer of your dreams, call 931-563-2305. And by Tech ER, home for managed services for all your computer needs. Across from Tullahoma High School on Jackson Street in Tullahoma, 931-563-5322, Tech ER. And now, here's Kim. If you're working from home, juggling Zoom calls, email, chats, documents, and multiple digital screens all day, you need to practice the 20-20-20 rule. I'm Kim Commando with this healthy digital life hack brought to you by TheCurrentNewsletter.com. The Smart Tech Newsletter delivered to your inbox twice a week. See a sample. Sign up now at TheCurrentNewsletter.com. Things are different in a traditional office. People stop by to chat. The intercom buzzes you. You have a chance to look up from your screen. Not when you're working at home. You spend eight hours a day, probably more, just staring at digital screens. That's why you need to know about the 20-20-20 rule. Every 20 minutes, look away from the monitor at something that is 20 feet away for a full 20 seconds. It helps with eye strain and getting a case of dry eyes. Set a timer using your alarm app. Another option, most operating systems offer dark mode. This helps ease strain when you spend a lot of time staring at screens. Get tech smarts at commando.com. The tech world changes by the minute. You can look at the various tech sites and fumble through endless Google searches. Or you can let me do the work for you. Every day, I will send you the top three tech news stories that you need to know. Whether it's a new scam after your money, privacy settings you need to change, or what's going on with big tech and your data, you can count on me to always have your back. If you want, I'll also send you a great tip that you need to know to use your devices better and safer. Thoroughly researched and never biased, you can trust me to deliver you only the best digital know-how. And twice a week, 
I go in-depth on tech issues with a newsletter I call The Current. No jargon, no buzzwords, and no advertising. Let me be your secret weapon. Sign up for my new free email newsletters now while you're thinking about it. Just go to commando.com slash subscribe. I promise to never sell your email address. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O dot com slash subscribe. Commando.com slash subscribe. You've been listening to Kim Commando's Digital Life Hack, sponsored on WZYX by Tech ER and JNS Computers in Tullahoma. Score with huge savings at Badcock Home Furniture and more on the bypass in Winchester. No credit refused. Save on TVs, entertainment centers, full line of electronics, computers, tablets, gaming, and home audio. It's a great time to update your appliances. Prices and offers effective October 12th to November 8th, 2021. Score with huge savings at Badcock Home Furniture and more. Badcock Home Furniture and more on the bypass in Winchester. Dr. Brian Elkins, DDS in Cowan, located across from the historic Cowan Railroad Museum in beautiful Cowan, Tennessee. For the latest in dental technology to keep your smile healthy, for excellent, affordable, and comfortable dentistry, Dr. Brian Elkins. Phone number 967-7092. 967-7092. Dr. Brian Elkins, DDS in beautiful Cowan, Tennessee. Wags and Wiggles is a top-notch pet service. Even my dog agrees. They offer doggy daycare and socialization, overnight boarding, doggy school slash obedience training with ongoing classes. They also offer walk-in appointments for bass and nail trims. Call Wags and Wiggles today at 931-247-1699 to see if they have availability for your fur baby for daycare or boarding. Let Wags and Wiggles have the opportunity to love your pet as much as you do. Here we are at WZYX Eagle Talk. Thanks, Franklin County, for listening. Uh, Eagle Talk, Al Clark, your host. Uh, Will, uh, <laughs> it's hard to call you Will Ryder. Will Davis on the uh, board in place of uh, Jeff Pennington, who's had to run out today. Grant Gibson is the executive director of the Winchester Downtown Program. And Michelle Earl, gosh, she's got so many uh, irons in the fire, I don't know what to call her. What, That's do people, what do people call you? Just Michelle. Okay. <laughs> on a good day. Everybody on a good day. <laughs> hey, guys, on the phone uh, is a good friend of mine. Uh, she's a Rotarian. She lives up in Crossville area, Fairfield Glade area. I think that's right, Deb. That is correct. Her name is Deb Birdsall, and um, we're going to talk to her about her book. It's called Overcoming My Mother's Addictions. Um, it's an easy read. It's available on Amazon. Uh, you can pick it up uh, uh, anywhere. And um, it's a really interesting story. Uh, it's really not that much about Deb, but it is about her, uh, uh, I guess, uh, adopted granddaughter um, who fought through uh, her mother's addictions uh, and a whole bunch of other family situations uh, being adopted and, and finally ended up... Uh, in the care of Deb and her husband. Um, wow, what a strong uh, young girl, Deb, uh, this this little lady was and is. 
She absolutely is. She's amazing. Yes, yes. Her name is Lily, and she will be 12 years old uh, next month, and she has undergone some unbelievable adversities in her life uh, because of her, her mother, my daughter's choice to use drugs. So what made you decide to share this very personal story with the world? I mean, there is a lot of personal uh, revelations in there. It, it is very personal, but I, a few years ago, Alan, I got to looking around. We were at the time raising not only Lily, uh, who was seven years old, but um, her two half-sisters, who were two and three years old, so we had a two-year-old, a three-year-old, and a seven-year-old. Now, my husband is, he just turned 75. So so you can imagine the challenges that we were facing in our household. And as we were going out into the community and uh, making sure that these girls were taken care of and their preschool and daycare and all that kind of thing, I got to talking to the um the principals of the different schools and the Head Start program, and started asking, you know, of the kids in your school, about how many would you say are, what percentage would you say are um, living in homes where there is no direct parental authority in the home, either a grandparent or a foster parent or a relative that's raising them, and the numbers were staggering. It was between 50 and 60 percent of the students wow. in the Pineview Elementary School, Crab Orchard Elementary School, and the Head Start program that were being raised in homes where there was no parents. Mm. And very similar situations, a lot of it was drug-related. And it made me realize that, you know, we weren't alone out there and that this was a very important work that is being done by these grandparents, by these foster parents and taking care of these children. Um, and so as I started researching it and looking into it, I learned more about adverse childhood experiences and the impact that it has on the children. And I was just moved to actually write a book. But the book is not what I thought it was going to be, Alan. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be a book about my husband and myself and working through the legal system in order to protect my granddaughters. But last January, I woke up at 3.30, I call it my angel prompting, with the understanding that no, I was going to be writing this book not from my perspective, but from the voice and perspective of my 11-year-old granddaughter. And that's exactly what I got up and started to do. Wow. Do you think you'll ever write that book, though, with, the, uh, with your perspective? I think I'm going to have to because I have too many people asking. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. For sure. And, th and this one seems to be such a hit. I mean, why not? You know, I think people people want more. Mm -hmm. Well, I can tell you that that in itself is probably more than one book. I mean, we're, we're looking at a mini-series here and multiple books because that mm -hmm. is unfortunately a very difficult process to, to walk through, working with the juvenile system, the judicial system, and uh, and trying to protect these children. There are a lot of people out there doing their best, but it's, it's, not, it's not a system that is well designed. Uh, there's a lot of brokenness to it. Mm -hmm. And that's, it's even speaking personally, you know, it's something that I'm not very knowledgeable about. And so I think what you're doing here, just in the sheer terms of awareness, is, is astounding. Well, you know, the, the statistics, like I said, are incredible. Right now, 
Well, actually, 10 years ago was the last census, and we haven't gotten the numbers with the new census. But 10 years ago, there were more than 2.5 million grandparents that are the sole caregivers uh, raising their grandchildren. And that there, are, there at that time, were 7.8 million children under the age of 18 that were living in homes where uh, grandparents were involved in, in raising mm-hmm. these children. So, so there is a, there's a huge challenge out there, not only for the grandparents. I mean, it's a blessing and, uh, and it's an opportunity for them. Uh, but I, I, I joke about it and say the next person that says to me that, oh, raising grandchildren keeps you young, I'm going to smack because no, it doesn't. <laughs> it just makes you wish you were young again. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't, I don't raise mine. I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old, and uh, I absolutely love to see them come to my house. I'm exhausted when they leave. An hour after resting, I'm ready for them to come right back again, but it is exhausting for sure. It is exhausting, and and I would love, love, love it if, you know, that were the case for us where you mm-hmm. can just boil the wits out of them and send them home and let the parents have to deal with it. But it adds a whole different dynamic when you're actually the ones that are responsible for their sure. um, overall development and well-being. And especially when you're working with children who were born addicted and you never know what's going to manifest later in their life because of the drugs that were in their system when they were developing. Uh, I'm blessed so far. All three of my granddaughters are are healthy and seem to have it together. Um, But the emotional damage Mm -hmm. that has taken place for Lily in, in having to witness her mother's use of drugs and the domestic violence in the home and the um, going without and her being responsible at, at uh, six, six and seven years old to be the one feeding her infant uh, sisters and toddler sisters and uh, not getting to school on a regular basis. I mean, that kind of thing has long-term consequences. And so we will and she will throughout her life continue to deal with, have to deal with the, uh, the fallout of that. Uh, and so this book is all about how Lily, the coping mechanisms that Lily has put in place um, to learn how to continue to overcome the challenges that she faces because of what she has experienced. So where is Li- Lily living now? Say that three times real quick. Where's Lily living now? Uh, she is, uh, we adopted her last October. This child lived with four different families eight different times in the first ten years of her life. Mm. And we actually at one point had found a, a family to adopt her, and they were moving forward with the adoption, and everything was spectacular. We were two days out from the adoption being finalized, and the adoptive father was arrested for physically assaulting an older child that they had adopted. Mm. And so Lily ended up in foster care in Alabama. And at that point, my husband and I said, enough, enough of this. We are, we are going to do what we need to do in order to get her back into Tennessee, uh, which was a whole process in itself. We had to become foster parents in order to be able to do that. And once we got her back and had her back for six months, we were able to uh, petition the courts to adopt her. And she is, I call her my granddaughter daughter. Yeah. 
There you go. So how does Lily feel? Uh, so I'm looking at this the the card here. Beautiful, beautiful young lady. How does Lily feel about the book? What are what are her thoughts on it? Well, I you know obviously that was the primary concern. <clears throat> excuse me for me because I started writing the book and I didn't tell her about it at first and then when I told her about it um, she she really bought into it and of course I wanted to make sure that in no way shape or form would she be with this writing this book and putting this message out there traumatize her I mean, the child's gone through mm-hmm. enough trauma mm-hmm. in her life. So she has a fabulous counselor that she sees every two weeks. And I had the counselor read the book and, and said, you know, give me your thoughts. And also, I need to know, is there any risk that this is going to be traumatizing to my to my beautiful granddaughter? And she talked with Lily, and Lily said, nope, this is my story. I want this message out here. Wow. So people need to know there's a lot of kids out there dealing with this kind of stuff and she said and I need this message to get out to the world that you know that they can they can change their path they don't have to walk in the same path as their parents so she she's been incredible we have gone and spoken in front of a recovery group uh, mm-hmm. at churches mm-hmm. we have um, we recently were interviewed in front of 750 people at a, at a, a Jonas Joy Comedy for a Cause event up here in Crossville, and she signed 65 books that we sold that wow. night. She's wow. done radio interviews. Uh, she did a radio interview with Helen Hilton Hill in Knoxville and stole the show, absolutely stole the show. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, she's being interviewed by the uh, director of a, a nonprofit organization, an NGO in Tan- Tanzania, um, East Africa, oh, uh, because wow. they want her to, to speak about her situation in order to empower the young girls that are um, experiencing some pretty challenging situations in, in their country. So, and that's a faith-based organization there. So, um, it's, it's given her a lot of opportunity to meet a lot of interesting people throughout the world, and it's given her an opportunity and a platform to be able to, uh, to help other people, and Lily's all about that. Wow. You know, and I'm a firm believer that we, we all plant seeds uh, throughout our lives, and certainly the seeds that have been planted in her and what's going to come of this and who she's going to touch and change the life of and change the perception of um, that, you know, you can you can change what what your circumstances say you should be and who you should be. You have a choice to change that. And so Lily's going to do a lot of great things uh, and build upon and what she's already doing. Yeah, thank you. That's exactly what the book's about. Even though the book is heart-wrenching because it does share her personal stories, um, at the end of it are the 12 Lily's Life Lessons and uh, the, the things that she has learned in order to help her. And they're, they're simple. And we're actually in the process of putting together a program that we're going to be able to make available online for grandparents and parents and foster parents to, uh, to, to work with these children in order to teach them, uh, give them the tools that they need and teach them exactly how to work these, these lonely life lessons uh, to transform their lives into something of hope and, uh, and belief. Well, Deb, we appreciate your taking the time to talk with us about your new book, uh, Overcoming My Mother's Addictions, about Lily. Uh, where can everyone pick up a copy? 
very easy. Go to Amazon, type in that search box, Overcoming My Mother's Addictions, or go to uh, my website, which is www.debbirdsall.com, and there's a link there that, that can take you there, and you can follow our mission on that website as well, because this has become an absolute mission for us to bring healing to the world. Super. Great. Thanks, Deb Birdsall, and uh, I know I'll see you pretty soon, sometime. <laughs> <laughs> we will. We, in Rotary, we're one big family, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> Thanks a lot, Deb. Thank you. And good luck. We'll keep up Thanks. with you. Deb Birdsall, uh, great job there uh, writing the book and, and uh, getting it published and <clears throat> uh, trying to follow up. Uh, it's based on a true story, so I mean that makes it even more interesting. I'm just blown away by the level of detail and consideration she put, not just in for writing the book, but protecting her granddaughter and yes. getting her blessings on everything there. Agreed. It's just wow, well done. Agree. Well Agree. done. Some stories, as sad as they are, must be told. That's right. To help yeah, somebody. that's true, Michelle. Yep. Uh, Michelle Earl, Grant Gibson, uh, Will Davis, Al Clark here on Eagle Talk again on this Friday. Lots happening Friday. Hey, Friday night football tonight at Nolansville. 7 o'clock is the kickoff. Big region game to decide which team's in third place in the final standings. Um, Will and I will be there. I'm not sure where we'll be sitting, whether we'll be in the rain or under the rain. One thing's for sure, it doesn't rain on WZYX. It rains in WZYX. Uh, <laughs> so... We will be up there regardless, won't we, Will? Yeah. Get your popcorn ready. Huh? Yeah. Uh, going forward, uh, we, we get into the playoffs. We do. The opponent is probably going to be station camp out of uh, Gallatin area. It could be Mount Juliet or Green Hill or um, any one of those in, in the first round of the playoffs. But uh, there will be a game November the 5th uh, away, uh, so stay tuned for that. But tonight it's Nolansville, the Nolansville Knights in the final. I think it's supposed to quit raining about 5 or 6 o'clock, so we may be okay up there. Speaking, think about speaking it. of sports coverage, uh, I, I like to talk about a little bit too with the Huntland High School and the Franklin County High School soccer teams. Yeah. Go, we were there. They, uh, go girls. Y'all were there. That's right. Go girls. Go and girls. They, they came downtown. Uh, sure before the, before the game, down, same parade route as the uh, homecoming. Parade. Man, we had a ball with that. Was how many people were outside there? I, you know, all the shop owners for, for the most part came out, and parents were out there. I, we were joking. We we're like, man, we should do this every year. Just got to make it to state. It's simple. Make it to just state, simple yeah, as that, that's right? That's it. Yeah. That's it. But uh, Blue Front Drugs had their storefront painted up. Uh, the Oldham had their signage all fixed up, and it was cool to see. I mean, who? That's just what makes small towns mm -hmm. so special. Yep. The little things like yeah. that. Yeah. I saw they had things hanging from the courthouse. Courthouse, yep, yeah. Um, up there. So, yeah, that's cool. Basketball will start towards the end of November, November 26th. Wow. Uh, it's here. 22nd. Will and Amanda will be on the call for uh, the Rebels and Rebelettes each week. Also, Alabama basketball is coming as well as football. That's right around the corner also. So don't forget about all those sports-related items as we get into. Ooh, is it getting cold and windy and and fallish, winterish now? You know, yes. However, it seems to me that the leaves are 
greener. Like we haven't really, for the ones who traveled to this area to see the fall mm -hmm. colors, might have been a little disappointed. It's still a little green right it's now for delayed. us. Yeah, it's a little delayed. But I do think Global it's been a little now. bit cooler this fall than last year, maybe. <laughs> In the eighties. Eighties, yes. <laughs> but uh, it is such a beautiful time. It is. It's gorgeous. Gorgeous. But I'm ready for it to kind of turn a local. Yeah. A little. Yeah, you know, there's been grumblings about the weather. This I was like, that's yeah. what kind of it, it has a little Halloweeny kind of yeah. fall feel to yeah. it. It's kind of the nice. wind's blowing. But now I'm one of those people that as soon as Christmas is over, I'm ready for spring. Yeah, like it, it needs yeah, to sell yeah. on December 25th, and then I need to see buttercups by January one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and now that uh, snow can't get me out of school, no, yeah. I could do without it. Yeah. That's right. Sorry yeah. about humbug, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, listen. Um, I got the word right here, and this may be the first time you've heard this. Uh, the Cowan Christmas Parade's coming, the 57th wow. annual. Wow. We call it now the All-American Christmas this year. Uh, <laughs> a long-standing tradition. It's the kickoff of the Christmas season. Uh, preparations underway <coughs> for it, the 57th year. Uh, always on the first Saturday in December, and this mm -hmm. year uh, it's December the 4th. It begins at 1 o'clock. Uh, scheduled for Saturday, December 4th in uh, Cowan, Tennessee. Um, oh, there's a lot of, um, they're going to stage and line up down here at South Middle School on Davis Street, and uh, they'll start at the former Cookies Market and continue through town, da 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 da, -da. Uh, This is an all-American Christmas. The Grand Marshal is going to be a serviceman who um, was a captain in the Air Force. Uh, actually, they're honoring all... <coughs> veterans and servicemen and women who've been on the front lines and made personal sacrifices for the country. Um, there'll be an honorary Grand Mar Marshal. His name is Mr. William Robinson, former uh, captain. He was a prisoner of war in Vietnam wow. uh, for seven years, I believe it Good. says here. Mm. Um, and, uh, yep, seven and a half years wow. of prisoner of war in North Vietnam. Good night. So he's going to be the honorary. He could write a book. Yeah, he could write a book. Yeah, he could write a book. So uh, that's coming up uh, December the fourth, not too long. And December the fourth is that still? I got the man here to ask. That's still. No, we're a second weekend. It's Maryville downtown. Weekend. Yeah, Christmas. but but the Winchester Rotary Club has their um, country ham breakfast normally on the first. Mm. Yes, yes, and that is in the planning phases because there was a little bit of a change in venue last year, so I don't have the final word on uh, that just yet. Well, they couldn't use North because it was under, under construction, construction, so they moved to yeah. the high school, and that was my wondering question is uh, whether they're going to go back to North or... Last I heard, I believe they're going back to North Middle School, Okay, but I don't know. I don't want to speak on a superficial yeah. capacity. Okay, all right. <laughs> And then the next weekend, the 11th, is the downtown, very little downtown Christmas. Christmas. Yep. And the AM Rotary Club's free pancake breakfast That's right. that morning nice. at the uh, First Baptist Church. Why doesn't Winnie the Pooh wear shoes? I'm always horrible at these. Why doesn't Winnie the Pooh wear shoes? I don't know. I'm out. What is Winnie the Pooh? Is He's a pig? He's a Winnie oh. the Pooh is a bear. Bear. He's a bear. Oh my gosh. He Piglet is the bear. That's the right. Pig. He couldn't bear to wear his shoes. Well, he prefers his bare feet. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> what do you call a golden retriever at the beach in July? This is easy. A golden retriever at the beach in July? Yeah. 
Is it? Uh, hmm. I don't know. Hot dog. Oh. You got me with the July <laughs> and then all the extra <laughs> like, So now what do you call a group of elephants in the pool? A mess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> no wa- there's no water. Cause there's no water. <laughs> Empty. Empty. <laughs> Swimming trunks. Sw- oh, oh, funny. Mercy. Where are average things manufactured? This is a little difficult. Where are average things manufactured? And that and the answer is the satisfactory. Uh, uh, golly, I, we're gonna sit here for a long time. Yeah. To that when, Sunday, when Sunday and Monday get into a fight, who typically wins? Mm-hmm. It's you, you got a fifty percent chance of being right. Tuesday. I'm gonna go Monday no. then. <laughs> no, it's Sunday because Monday is a week. Day. Uh, Mercy. <laughs> How does a polar bear build a house? With gloves on. Mm-hmm. One ice block at a time. That's right. He glues it together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one. I like this one. How does a taco bless the table? <laughs> this is a good one. I don't know. Let us pray. Oh. Let, lettuce, you know, lettuce. What do you call a pencil that has two erasers? Mm. Double trouble. No, I'm out. Pointless. <laughs> what? I don't like that one. Let's see. So I won't read the last one. I just don't like it. Uh, just a little bit of humor there. Uh, by the way, in the last five minutes of this hour, before Fox News, You'll really be interested in this, and, and don't yawn too much. Astronomers have spotted signs of a planet in a star system outside the Milky Way. And if that's confirmed, it'd be the first ever found in another galaxy. The discovery reported in a study published on Monday in Nature Astronomy um, demonstrates a new technique for finding far-off worlds. It could significantly expand the search for so-called, now this is a good word, extragalactic exoplanets. Ah. Um, We have a name for it. Yeah, the possible planet was discovered in a spiral galaxy called Messier, M-E-S-S-I-E-R, I'm using my French there, 51, also known as the Whirlpool Galaxy, now, yeah, which is more than 23 million light years from Earth. Conceptually, I don't even know what that means. It's just really far. Well, you know, we're in the uh, Milky Way. That's right. a galaxy. This one is in a different galaxy. So, 23 million light years away, that's a ways. Um, <laughs> I have to have a few potty breaks for, for that. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> Are we there yet? Are we there yet? <laughs> uh, the first of these exoplanets were discovered in the 90s, and they required combining a number of complicated detection techniques. However... Since then, NASA missions uh, have uncovered a bonanza of worlds throughout the galaxy. There's more than 4,000 of the exoplanets have been discovered. But until now, they've all been in the Milky Way. Uh, most have been uh, less than 3,000 light years from Earth. If it's confirmed, the planet in the Whirlpool Galaxy would be thousands of times farther away than any other alien planet that has been identified. And Whirlpool Galaxy is probably right next to the Maytag repairman galaxy. Uh, <laughs> I was waiting where, for some, where some guys sitting there waiting for people to Next show to the Frigidaire, up. Frigidaire galaxy. That's right. <laughs> hey, we got a controversy wow. about Pop Tarts. Mm. Mm. 
because Kellogg's is being hit with a multi-million dollar lawsuit alleging whole grain frosted strawberry Pop-Tarts are deceiving customers, failing to warn them that strawberries are not its only fruit ingredient. There's a lawsuit. Um, since the amount has a material bearing on price and consumer acceptance, said the lawsuit, uh, consumers expect they are present in an amount greater than other fruits. Um, the product's common or usual name of whole grain frosted strawberry toaster pastries, it says, is false, deceptive, and misleading because it's mostly non-strawberry fruit ingredients. So Elizabeth Rushett of New York claimed she would not have bought the strawberry Pop-Tarts or would have only been willing to pay less than what she did had she known the truth. You deceived me, Kellogg's. She's filed suit in August in Illinois. Uh, got an attorney out of Long Island, where else, representing right. both women. Um, there's also a controversy about whole grain frosted blueberry Pop-Tarts, also made with other fruits besides blueberry. Do in we, this case, apples and grapes. But do, we, do we really think there's fruit in Pop-Tarts? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to I ruin mean, someone's day here. But I, I, I mean, we don't want to like let the secret out, but I don't think I buy it for the fruit content. You don't? I don't. I really don't. What do you buy it for? The frosting on top. On Which, top. by the way, so so here is, so we've had this debate about what is that frosting made of? Because <laughs> you can put it in the toaster and it doesn't melt. Oh, I didn't think about that. that. I wish we had a that? box of Pop-Tarts right now and the, I don't say warning labels, but well, the disclaimers. <laughs> right? Oh, there'll be disclaimers now. Oh, I can After imagine. the lawsuit, there's going to be something on there that says this doesn't actually contain fruit. <laughs> There'll be a, I got I got a couple of jokes about that. When we come back from Fox News in about five minutes. Thanks, Will. Hello, this is Scott Hope from the Your Life and Your Money Show. Have you seen in the news where the seven largest Wall Street banks are calling for another crash like we saw in 2007 and 8, where people lost 10 years of their retirement money? Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, and others. But what if there's a way to never lose money again and have guaranteed income? Isn't that worth 20 minutes to save 10 years of retirement money? Call me at 931-580-5567. That's 931-580-5567. I'm helping as many people as I can. Cowan's Hidden Gems is the newest addition to Cowan. They have fossils, gemstones, Himalayan salt lamps, unique jewelry, and more. They have DIY kits that are fun for the whole family. And I highly recommend you check out Cowan's Hidden Gems, located right in between Cricklewood and Company and Nick's Pizza and Pasta. Come into Cowan's Hidden Gems today. Hi, this is Don King for your Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, reminding you to tune in right here on the Eagle Radio at 6.05 on Saturday mornings for Tennessee Wildcast. If you like the outdoors, you can't afford to miss this show. Remember, bright and early, Saturday mornings at 6.05, Tennessee Wildcast, right here on the Eagle Radio. 1430 AM, 94.5 and 95.3 FM, around the world, WZYXRadio.net. Thanks for listening to The Eagle, WZYX, Cowan, Tennessee.
President Trump in January, Adam Kinzinger, is not going to run for re-election in Illinois. Congressman Kinzinger took a lot of heat from others in the GOP for that vote and for joining Democrats in the House Committee investigating the deadly January Capitol attack. A week after the deadly shooting during a movie shoot in New Mexico, Rust movie set armorer Hannah Gutierrez, through her attorneys, is denying rumors of after-hours target practice on set, saying the set would never have been compromised if live ammo were not introduced, and that Gutierrez has no idea where the live rounds came from, seemingly shifting the blame onto the producers of Rust. Fox's Jeff Manasso, Alec Baldwin's one of those producers. The actor accidentally shot and killed the cinematographer after being told the gun was not loaded. Despite prices rising, consumer spending rose 0.6% last month. America's listening to Fox News. I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years. I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea. At first, I thought it was what I was eating. I kept thinking it was stomach issues. So I did my research and talked to my doctor, and we finally uncovered the truth. It, it was, was actually EPI. Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food. It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease. So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening. But there's good news. EPI is manageable. So don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask, Could, Could I, I have, have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie. While the Biden administration deals with a surge of migrants Republicans call a crisis, the Justice Department is in talks with families separated at the border by Trump-era policies. The Wall Street Journal reports each immigrant affected could be paid close to a half million dollars. Former Vice President Pence tells Fox it's... Totally unacceptable. Uh, of course, their whole policy at the southern border has been a disaster from day one. The clock's ticking for New York City municipal workers who get to get a COVID vaccine. If they don't get a shot, they'll be put on unpaid leave next week. About a third of firefighters remain unvaccinated. Fire Officers Union President Jim McCarthy tells Fox. It's up to the department to staff the companies, and we're going to do the best we can, as we always do. We're going to respond to every emergency. Former New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is now facing a criminal complaint after resigning over sexual harassment allegations. This one accuses Cuomo of groping a woman. Now, this criminal complaint that was filed by a police investigator with a court in Albany seemed to catch a few key players off guard, including the Albany County District Attorney's Office, which said it was surprised that the complaint was filed and wouldn't comment. The alleged sex crime took place on the afternoon of December 7th, 2020 in the governor's mansion. Fox's Laura Ingle. They'll play ball tonight in Atlanta, though rain is forecast for Game 3 of the World Series. The Braves and Houston Astros tied 1-1. The Astros coming off a 7-2 win Wednesday, led by Jose Altuve's home run, his 22nd of his career in the postseason, tying him for second all-time. We didn't want to go to Atlanta down by two, so... You know, we, we let everything we had in there. Luis Garcia goes to the mound for Houston tonight against Ian Anderson for the Braves. Catcher Travis Darno confident that Anderson will get a boost being at Truist Park. He's going to be ready to go. He gets a pitch at home. Matt Napolitano, Fox News. On Wall Street, the Dow is up 20 points, but the Nasdaq is down 63, falling from yesterday's record high close. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News.
Don't drive around with a banged up car. When you have an accident, take it to Brown's Body Shop in Winchester. Let Steve and Steve get it looking like new again with a lifetime guarantee. They are Franklin County's oldest body shop. Check them out on Facebook. They now accept all major debit and credit cards. You decide who repairs your automobile, not the insurance company. 967-1755. 967-1755. They'll fix it like it was their own. Brown's Body Shop, 710 South College Street, Winchester, Tennessee. Eagle Talk, 94.5 here in Franklin County. Thanks for listening to us here. Michelle Earl joins us. Grant had to step out. I guess he had some emergencies to deal with the yes. boobash and yeah. all that. Boobash emergencies. You know that is. That's when you're um, when you're a big wig. That's what happens. <laughs> hey, we had uh, we had a guest in here uh, a couple weeks ago, and they had a big uh, football game. Uh, he's the owner of the Ducks, the Winchester Ducks. Have you heard of the Ducks, Michelle? I've heard of the Ducks. heard of the Ducks. I have heard of the Ducks. Well, Tommy Robertson is on the line with us here and uh, going to tell us about some things that you got going on with the uh, Winchester Ducks. I'm going to be off tomorrow. We had the Mid-America Bowl Championship. We are the champion, the Woo-hoo. top five team in the nation, uh, the Jackson Stampede. We are now going to the National Championship game in Orlando, Florida. Uh, a lot of big things coming up this weekend. Uh, we're going to do a duck retreat for the kids at the old high school from 5.30 to 6.30. Uh, we have the Georgia Coats coming in town. They wanted a piece of the duck, so we're going we're gonna to bring them to the duck pond. It's going to be great. Uh, we also have the Franklin County Dance Line team. They will be performing this weekend for our halftime show. So if you're in Franklin County or the surrounding counties, definitely come out, bring your kids in costumes to the Duck Retreat from 5.30 to 6.30 and come watch some good football. Okay, you're going to play a full yeah. full quarter game? Yeah, it's going to be a full 15-minute quarter, 15-minute uh, quarter per game, yes. Yes, sir. So it'll be 60 minutes of good football action. So you won the Mid-America Bowl. Yes, that was a dog fight. We do thank the Jackson Stampede for coming down and uh, – they had us down 14-0 at halftime, but we we got through that adversity and pushed through as a team, and, and we came out 19-14. to 14. Super. Now, when is this uh, Orlando uh, National Championship? That will be held January 15th in Orlando, Florida. Uh, it's one of the biggest championships in semi-pro. If you don't make it there, then you're not doing much in semi-pro. Where will that be, sir? That will be in Orlando, Florida. No, I mean where in Orlando? Uh, they they haven't told us the stadium yet, but right. they're they're working on the stadium now. The national committee. All right. At this time, we plan on broadcasting that game because I'll be there anyway. Oh yeah, we already talked about it, so definitely would love to have you aboard. Yeah. That's what a lot of people uh, ask me. Why did we bring it to Winchester? It's for the city of Winchester and Franklin County to bring winning football back into town. Absolutely. How about those Rebels, too? Yeah, hi, buddy. <laughs> They're playing tonight for uh, another spot a little higher in the uh, regional standings, and they'll be going to playoffs next week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, one of the great guys that I look, that I speak with for Franklin County is uh, Robert Chancey. He's, he plays the whole line, and he pushes those guys. To, he pushes them, and you can, he, it shows on the field. It does. They, they really have done well, both offensively lately and defensively 
Yeah, so it may be a little damp tonight, but uh, we're going to go up there and call that game. And Yeah, we'll plan on being there January the 15th and bring that game back to the people here that can't make it down to Orlando. It might be a lot of people want to go to Orlando in January. Yeah, you yes, never sir. know. Uh, it's going to be great. Uh, we got to meet. We, uh, all the trophies that we do win for the city of Winchester, we do have them at the mayor's office with Mr. David Alexander. He was very appreciative of that. I want to give a big shout-out oh, to the mayor's yeah. office also as well. That's a, Best nice. I recall, that's a good-looking trophy. Oh, yeah, it was a heavy one, too. <laughs> 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 it was a heavy one, but it was it was well deserved. Well deserved. Uh, I put that. I give that to the guys for pushing through and through adversity and everything as well. Well, that's great, nice. John Tommy. You've really done a good job with the Ducks this year, and uh, um, looking forward to that national. Cha- what will happen if you win the national championship now? Uh, when we win the national championship, it only gets better. We'll be going right after the national championship. We'll be going to a sp- to our spring league called the American Football Alliance, based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, uh, owned by David Hope, real nice guy. And uh, we hope to get that championship here too. That's going to be our main season is in the spring. Uh, that's going to be a good one to go against because you got some top teams in there too. Man, that is great. Well, you guys are really doing well, and we'll be in touch with you to uh, talk about sponsors and uh, getting this game on the air here uh, and then follow you uh, through whatever you're doing. Uh, this is a great job. I saw Eric Taylor yesterday, and he uh, he he was impressed. He's been to a couple of games of yours. Yeah, yeah. He, I'll tell you, uh, Eric, when I first started, he came to one of my first tryouts, and he worked my guys out. A lot of the younger guys that I have that play for Franklin County, like Dalvin Russell, John Kinslow, uh, another guy worked out with me, Isaiah Sissy, now played for Cumberland. Um, those guys work out with Eric all the time. And uh, one of my top running backs, uh, James Robinson, he's, uh, he's working out with Eric constantly every day. Yeah, Eric's a great guy. All right, Tommy, uh, stay in touch here. We uh, want to hear all about what's going on, and uh, if you get a chance, uh, this is tomorrow. Uh, yes, we have a big game tomorrow, but bring your kids off first, 530 to 630. We want to uh, do a duck or treat for the kids, give them lots of candy and everything, and then we're going to follow that duck up with treat. the kickoff at 7 p.m. <laughs> okay, 7 o'clock kickoff. Got you, buddy. All righty. Thank you very much for calling in, and we'll be back in touch with you. Oh, uh, no problem. Y'all have a good day. Go, go, duck. <laughs> okay, there you go. Sir. All right, Have a football success here in town. That's good. Wow. Yeah, he's done some good things with that uh, with that program, and a lot of people are not aware, you know, that they're uh, they're uh, they played for the Mid America Bowl and won that, and now is going for a national championship in the, on the semi pro side. Um, Absolutely. That's here's, fun stuff. Here's some news. We were talking about the weekend of December 3rd and 4th and the mm-hmm. Cowan Christmas Parade and mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Another thing that normally is held that weekend uh, is the Chamber Banquet. Mm-hmm. Big event for Big businesses event. and all of the county and all that. But there's mm-hmm. going to be some change. You're the, you're the chair Six. of the uh, board, mm-hmm. and you have been discussing some changes. Mm-hmm. We, we have been discussing changes. You know, of course... Uh, COVID last year kind of canceled everything out and this year uh, to plan for that event because it's a huge event as you know uh, for Franklin County and for the chamber and the businesses of Franklin County and it takes about three months prior to that event you know 
to start planning it. And, and so that would have been for us in September. Yeah. And in September, our numbers were still, we felt, too high. And uh, without you know having that crystal ball that could tell us what it was going to look like, we, as a board, made the decision that maybe this year we will just hold off another year. And then as we talked about that, you know, we said leave our minds open to the fact that we don't have to wait until next December to have this, um, you know, that it could be an opportunity for us to maybe change it to a different time of year or something like that. So uh, stay tuned. So the board is still working on that, still talking about that. Um, you know, what is good? When is good? When's a good time to do that? And so typically we would have gone ahead in December and, and named a, a business of the year, small business, large business, all of that. But we've, we've held off. We're going to hold off on that. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to have a planning event coming up in December, and, and we may change that up a little bit. Okay. Stay, tu stay tuned stay to that. Tuned stay tuned for what's going to happen with the chamber right. and its annual banquet. That's right. Kayla, Kayla is is leading that charge and and it's going to be good so we're excited yeah she was here the other day uh, at the time uh you were looking at that indoor mm -hmm. option i mean outdoor yes option, yes and uh wasn't able to pull that together but mm -mm. we'll see what's uh, mm -mm. what's coming down the road that's right um michelle earl uh there are some um leftover halloween events <gasps> we haven't talked about and, and then we can get into so, november because you know what right? next week is november it is can you believe that no i cannot i cannot it i don't know where this year has gone and so you know people used to tell me the older you get the faster they go i did not believe that until uh probably in the last 10 years and then you know a year when you're younger a year lasts five years and then it and then it comes into like three years then it's like a year and now it's like a month yeah. and and like that year's over and we're, we're rolling to the next one but for this weekend um, we still have events, and we don't want to leave anyone out. So, um, so we have the Glamour Lounge that's going to be a part of the Boo Bash. Uh, of course, we mentioned uh, the King's Castle. Can you defeat the dragon? Which is at Vision Church. It's going to be a part of the Boo Bash. Uh, you've got Bring the Kids by the Salon on Saturday, October thirty-five to seven, and that's going to be Impressions Trunk or Treat. Yeah. Uh, we've got a Halloween costume party at Tim's Ford Marina Hard Dock Cafe. From 6 to 10 p.m., prize for the well, best be costume. Fun. That's going to be a lot of fun. We have Deckard Potato Festival, October 30th, 10 to 6, and Deckard Music, Art, and Food, free admission. The City of Cowan, Halloween Trunk or Treat, October 31st, 4.30 to 8.30, parking lot of Monterey Station. Going to have a DJ. Oh, and fireworks. Uh-oh. Fireworks. And yeah. I do believe the rain's going to be out by, by Sunday evening, so... Fireworks should be a great, uh, mm -hmm. a great way to kind of end that. And then um, second annual Club 29 costume contest, Saturday and Sunday, uh, is going to be going on there. Go by. And they have new um, Healthy Bowl things they're doing at Club 29. I just saw that posted on Facebook. If, if you're on Facebook, you're friends with them. If you're not, friend them and look because it looked scrumptious and very healthy. And I think maybe to counteract some of the candy we might be eating over the weekend, we might need those healthy bowls <laughs> next week. So but, how many um, healthy bowls does it take to offset the oh candy? God. You know what? I, someone told me that one M&M is like you got to run the length of a football field to <laughs> run off one M&M. I'm one like, don't even tell me those wow. things. I can't even. Uh, nothing longer than a minute, than a minute of exercise. Um <laughs> Friday, but we were counting. You know, we started the show with saying people always say there's nothing going on in Franklin County. Yeah. Just not much happening, but 
gosh, that's not true. That's not true. There's so much happening um, that it's, it's it's hard to find where do you find all this information and map it out. But but just for instance, we've gone over right now, and this is just what we know about. So there's things we don't even know about, Al. So, I mean, there's just things oh, yeah. that you and I don't know that's happening. You know, there's there's churches and civic e- events and, and yeah. groups that are doing things we don't know. Um, Montana Drive-In. You know, they've got a, a haunted drive-in uh, thing that's happening there. Um, it's got uh, Lost in the Woods at Montana Drive-In, and that's on Sunday, October the 31st. Uh, the Estill Springs uh, Nazarene Church has got something 5 to 7. Um, the drive-through, of course, in Cowan, but... But there's so we're gonna we're gonna count them up really quick. One, two, three events that we know of for this evening, and then there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten events for tomorrow, and then three events on Sunday that we know about. So lots happening in Franklin County. Now we're in November. Yeah, and uh, you know that leaves that means we're just a, a breath away from Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah. Do you do a traditional Thanksgiving oh, yeah. meal? Oh, yeah. I take now, the day do off you before. All, do all the cooking and all? We do all the cooking, and it is, it's ham, it's turkey, it's chicken and dressing, and every side dish that you ever saw at anyone's house is there. Um, lots of pies and cakes and cookies, and the house is full. And um, Now, when I was a youngster, mm-hmm. um, the grandmother would cook. Mm-hmm pies and cakes mm-hmm. and they would put it on a table mm-hmm. in, in somewhere near the dining that's right not just a pie and a cake no. but several it's a full table it's a full table just a pies and cakes that's you, right you, we you do that experience it. you do that we do that yours we do that we do that I'm and coming to yours. you come on to my house um everyone is invited to my house on thanksgiving day i i, I had a thanksgiving one time where years ago I was. Uh, I went to a local restaurant. It was just me and and mm-hmm. my mother and I. Done that. And um, I said never again, never yeah, again. It's not, the same. it's not the same. So I have cooked, and anyone who who has family away or or anyone that is just a, a one person, two person type thing, and it's just not doesn't make a lot of sense for them to cook. Uh, they come to my house, and so oh, we good. we feed a slew of people at my house on Thanksgiving, How and we love it. We will have anywhere we've had as low as twenty, as many as fifty yeah. before, I've and heard uh, of fifty and sixty being a yeah, normal number, just a normal number. And we set up tables and chairs everywhere, yeah. and uh, wear wear a sweater or you something because if we table. need to be outside, we do not have a you kids' table. A kids we table. do not. But I had to sit at the kids' table when I was growing up. But yeah, we but don't. Yeah. It's Everyone, it's 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 a free for all, you know. First in line gets the first seat, so <laughs> wherever you want to go, it's good for good for me. That's but good. Uh, yeah, we have a great time. We have a great time. And then Christmas, right around and then just Christmas. Next, coming up next. That's I mean, right. You know, and all that's, right. that's just that's right. November, and December, just just get wiped out uh, right on up until New Year's Eve with they parties do. and, and family and people, mm-hmm. and it's just you know yep. take over your life. Yep. So what's Next week starts uh, another set of uh, what do we do in Franklin County. So let's look at that. All right. All right. So, well, so this is still October 23rd through the 31st is Red Ribbon Week. Yeah. So that is, you know, it kind of goes in with um, the the lady that we we talked to earlier, Deb. Deb. Um, So that is the week of the oldest and the largest drug misuse prevention awareness Mm -hmm. program in the nation. So if you see anyone wearing a red ribbon, that's what that's about. 
Uh, Ladies Networking Night, Tuesday, November the 2nd. Um, that's at Camino. And uh, always a great event there. And they what have guest speakers. So, um, so Cassie at the, the chamber, I, I think she started this. If I'm wrong, someone correct me. But I believe she started this. And it was just started out of, uh, you know, Beauties in Business. And it was just a way to support each other and, and how to... How to yeah. do things, and now they have guest speakers that will talk about whether it's photography or marketing or, um, you know, taxes and whatever needs to be talked about. But motivation, support, um, how to juggle, how to keep a life balance. But never know what the topic's going to be. But it's always a lot of fun uh, going to that. And then um, the sound of music, and that's in at our neighbors over in Tullahoma at South Jackson Community. Wow, Playhouse. Okay. You ever yeah. been to that? Yes, I have. It, it is awesome. It's yeah, a beautiful they building. They do a good job over there. And they do a fantastic yeah. job. Uh, Bennett's Pharmacy. Love Bennett's Pharmacy. Uh, Holiday Open House. Uh, November 5th, 6th, and 7th. Um, let's see. We got Ribbon Cutting Friday, November the 5th uh, at the, the Lemon Fair. Love the Lemon Fair. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Estel Springs Fire, they have their 8th Annual Pancake Breakfast. And that's November the 6th, 7 to 10.30. First uh, Baptist Church. We talk, didn't we talk about the City of Cowan's Halloween Trunk or Treat? We did talk about yeah. the City of Cowan's Trunk or Treat. We sure did. 4.30 to 8.30. We sure did. We sure did. Uh, it's going to be at Monterey Station. Yeah, it's a drive through event. It Fireworks is. at 7. Uh-huh. Uh, da, da, da. So I'm getting a text here as we speak right. about uh, that event. Yep, we sure did. We talked about it because we talked about that the rain might be out. So That's the right. fireworks are going to yeah. be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Miss Music Row Beauty Pageant, Saturday, November the 6th at the Franklin County High School on the bypass. So um, if you want to register for that. Uh, avoid the flu, flu shots, November the 9th, free flu shots at the Franklin yeah. County Health Department. Let, let me tell you about this. Uh, talk, talk to me about uh, it. Health Department uh, um, notified us that there was a word going around that they did not have the uh, Moderna shot, the booster, Okay. which was not the case. Uh, okay. They did have the, uh, uh, and do have the uh, booster. Um so here's what I did. I got the flu shot, and then about a week or two later, got the uh, booster. Um, I was by there the other day, and the cars were lined up. Wow. Uh, wow. At the health department, getting that, I, I suppose. Getting, the booster. Getting the booster. However, or the flu. Could have been the flu shot. Could have been the flu. Could've However, been the flu everybody needs to know, you can go to Publix. You can yep. go to Walgreens. You can go to a lot of places. Bennett's. And Bennett's and mm-hmm. get that booster. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of places that that's available. So that's right. there's no excuse not no. to have the booster. Absolutely. Yeah. Get it, get it, get it, get so it. So put that out there for your yep. general knowledge. Yep, yep, yep. Kroger has uh, a booster. There you go. There you go. Uh, Veterans Day. Um, yeah, November 11th. November the 11th. No so. parade this year. Um, they're going to have a, a Veterans Day ceremony November the 11th at 11 at the Franklin County Farmers Market Pavilion honoring all who have served. And we thank you for that, um, not just on that day, but every day. Yeah. 
um, Veterans Day 5K Color Run Walk, and that's at Tim's Ford State Park. That's always going to be a lot of fun there. So you get sprayed with all kinds of colors on your shirts. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fun. That's a good place um, to walk out there. Vision Church is painting party on Saturday, November the 14th. And I'm sure, Al, you'll go over this again as these dates come about. We will. Uh, we've got Faces of the Franklin County Art Show at the Artisan Depot. One of my favorite places in yeah, Cowan. it is. It's the Artisan Depot. I love it, and I love that the students' art is there. If you do not, if you have not been by and looked and checked out all the different art there, please do. We have some very talented How do you have time people. For all this? I don't know. I, I <laughs> I really don't. You go, um, you go from A to B. And I just do. Don't. I do. I, no I, breaks. No. No. I, I bet don't. you quit school because there that's, was recess. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly right. There was recess. I didn't like it. Uh, Coffee Connection at um, the Walnut Hill uh, Coffee Company, and that's in conjunction oh, with Bar Fly. They were so Ooh. nice. Our first remote for this show was at Walnut Hill Coffee Company. Mm. And did they put on a great day for us? That is such a Man, cool place. You have to buy cool. there. It Food's cool. good. The coffee's good. Uh, service is good. The, the setting is good. Uh, you need to go by there. Uh, tell them where it's located. It, it, maybe, uh, yes, it's it's 100 First Avenue Northwest in downtown Winchester. It's a beautiful building. It's a beautiful setting. It's a great place to just sit and have some coffee. Oh, it is. Uh, have a sandwich. Did you eat the scones by chance? Did you eat or a scone? Did we eat the scones? I had the maple scone, and it made Stephanie uh, Wilson uh, uh, sort of upset because mm. she wanted to eat the, 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 mm. <laughs> the maple scone. Uh, it, but we both enjoyed them before the day was over. They're it's fun. a great place. They're fine. It's so good. Uh, great holiday finds at Christmas Bazaar at the Townsend Cultural Center. And that's at 913 South Shepherd Street in Winchester. Awesome. November the 27th. So that's going to be right around that Black Friday shop local time. Yeah. Mike Ferris, The Honeysuckle, Saturday, November 27th. Turn around and look at that poster. 6 p.m. I love me some Mike Ferris. I have shirts of Mike Ferris. I have CDs of Mike Ferris. Um, he is a local, local talent that is absolutely phenomenal. If you don't know who he is, if you've never heard him, please look him up. But that is a fantastic event as well. Get your tickets. Um, oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to rescue you, you here because we're going to take a short break. Whew. Get Will to pump up some music and a couple of words of wisdom, and we'll be back on Eagle Talk 94.5 right after Please this do. break. Thank you. Showers are in the forecast today through tomorrow. Daytime highs, upper 50s. Tonight's low in the upper 40s. Isolated showers tomorrow evening, then sunny skies Sunday through Tuesday. Scattered showers on Wednesday and Thursday. First thing each morning, we'll have each afternoon. Watch out for school buses anytime that they're out and about. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. Eagle Radio, WZYX, Wiseman Media, Eagle 94.5. WZYX Dallas.
Bring your guilt and bring your pain Don't you know that's not your name You will always be much more to me And every day I wrestle with the voices that keep telling me I'm not right But that's alright Cause I hear a voice and it calls me every day When others say I'll never be enough
Okay, you hear that music, you know it's time for Eagle Talk again. We're in our final 30-minute segment here with Michelle Earle and Al Clark. Uh, Grant Gibson uh, uh, was here earlier, had to uh, depart for some uh, boobash planning. Mm -hmm. um, you know, his hands are full. Uh, you know mm -hmm. this. Mm -hmm. um, I have uh, mm -hmm. so much to do with the downtown mm -hmm. programs and mm -hmm. county programs and That's all right. that. That's right. Um, so... Uh, Good luck to uh, uh, Grant on his uh, weekend and the boobash. Everybody's talking about that. Yep. Um, the, uh, I mean, the whole theme today is like it is almost every week. Uh, it's educating people about all the things that mm -hmm. are available in Franklin County that, mm -hmm. that counter this argument that, oh, that's Franklin County. There's nothing happening mm -hmm. in Franklin County. Mm -hmm. I mean, we've been talking for an hour and a half now, mm -hmm. Michelle, on mm -hmm. all the different things that are going on in Frank mm -hmm. just this weekend, mm -hmm. and That's then right. starting into uh, November. Um, is there? Um, well, I won't ask you that, but uh, you're on the county commission now. You yes. you um, uh, may have uh, a plan or two for um, some things that the county mm -hmm. needs to be looking at. Sure. Um, uh, and I and I agree. You said this off the air, but I agree that, like it or not, mm -hmm. the future is coming, mm -hmm. and that means that people are coming. That's right. You know, and whenever there's right. a, um, I won't say uh, well, whenever there's a uh, a draw uh, that gets out. That's right. Uh, such as our lakes and That's our right. fishing and our hunting and all that. Um, for a long time, it was us doing that, mm -hmm. but now people have caught on to it. That's right. I mean, right. really, they have. Yeah. And, I mean, and they're not going to go away. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's it. You know, they're not going to go away. <laughs> we need to tell people in Franklin County, these people are not going to go no. away, folks. They're going to no. continue to come. They're going to continue right. to build houses. They're going to continue to that's fish right. and hunt right. and, you that's know, right. play sports. And uh, mm -hmm. they're coming. They're I mean, coming. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. You know, for a long time, we, we just talked about this. I'll say it again. Franklin County looked the same. You know, we had a few businesses here and there, and and, uh, and we were um, and are a, a fantastic community, fantastic county. But we had some secrets that were close-knit, and we kept, you know, Tim's Ford and Woods Reservoir and the mountains and, and uh, the trails and all those things. We kept them pretty tight within a little small circle. Um, but seriously, if you if you ride through the marinas yeah. this summer, if you if you ride through you know Circle E and <coughs> and you look at the license plates, our circle has expanded greatly, and and the secret is out. And so I you know I said a couple years ago we won't look the same in five years, and we certainly will not look the same uh, <coughs> in in three years to to round out that five years. We won't look the same in ten years. It we will see more growth and we will see more communities, more houses. Uh, there's a housing shortage. You know, I look on Zillow, I look on Real Tracks, uh, I look at all of that yeah. every other night to just kind of keep track of. Uh, and there's not a lot of houses, but you do see that there's some some new neighborhoods that are going up out near Nissan. There's one there's that's uh, on Sharp Springs. There, Is there 80? 80 houses um, they're planning for that part. The Highlands. Now, I don't know who started that right there on Sharp. I think it's Sharp Springs. Yeah. Uh, road. And so that's going to be, you know, yep. who knows how big. 
Um, so, so they're coming. They're coming uh, for sure. And you know, we we have uh, the opportunity right now in front of us. Franklin County does to say, how do we? envision that how do we anticipate it how do we not react but how do we start taking steps now to act on that and um so the you know the county commission and the cities and all of that everyone is aware that this is coming but working together and and what do we do and and then you've got that fine line between you know we we often are compared to other you know area uh cities around us and why can't we get this and why can't we get that well there's a magic number of around 50,000 residents. So it goes back to your census. Yeah. So you got to fill out that census. And there's a reason why you fill that out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it affects a lot of things. It, it, it impacts a lot of things. It impacts a lot of things. And so some people are like, well, I don't want anyone to know how many people live in my house. Well, it affects so many things. It affects federal funding. It affects, you know, what mm-hmm. businesses look at you. Because at 50,000, then certain chains start to recognize okay there is a percentage of population we know how many it takes to keep our business running and and on an average day this is the percentage of population that will visit our store so it takes this many people to make that percentage up and so as you look at that and you look at we're going to grow then there are some charms there are some things that you know the the cornfields and and some of the things that we see that field there at sharp springs will not be there in five years from now it's going to be houses and so there's a trade-off and and it's a bittersweet trade-off but but as we draw some of those businesses and as we continue to grow we lose some things and so it's just it's a fine balance of that but how do you envision it and how do we control it so yeah that that that's the thing uh, to me it's this there's two facts that we we have touched on here mm-hmm. and number one uh the inevitability mm-hmm. of growth mm-hmm. in this county mm-hmm. because we have a lot to offer that's and, right. and the fact that that you can't stop it that's right because no. the word is out word's out now there may be those who would like to see us not get into mm-hmm. all that because sure. it's more traffic more sure. this that and the other sure i use murfreesboro as an example i spent a lot of time in murfreesboro wow. uh, mm-hmm. i started there there was one high school mm-hmm. and it was on main street and had over two thousand students in it um then they had two high schools riverdale and oakland because mm-hmm. the county was starting right. to get grow grow now mm-hmm. you're looking at eight or ten uh, high schools just in the Rutherford sure. County area, um, and it you know it the, yeah. the, it grows kind of exponentially. Growing. So you can't stop it, no. folks. It's coming. It's coming. And the second thing is, I don't want us. I, I hope we don't get in the same situation as uh, the town of uh, Franklin did. That's right. Uh, a couple of decades ago, when the growth started coming but they weren't ready and mm-hmm. so you had a huge mm-hmm. amount of, of growth right That's next right. to the interstate and that That's got right. to be a mess yes uh, uh jerry yes. Sharber did a good job of planning uh, cool springs and, mm-hmm. and and when he was the mayor and getting that done mm-hmm. but then that brought some more people mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. on and on and on now look mm-hmm. at franklin that's right. I mean, it's it's a Williamson County. I mean, you, it's you, huge. You say Franklin in the same breath as you say Brentwood. That's that's exactly right. That's you know, exactly right. In a lot of comparisons. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, yeah. I, I I would rather see us 
I won't say control it, but at least plan for, plan for it, it and be ready. Plan for it. Plan for it. You have to plan for it. You, you can't you, you react. You said a while ago, uh, and, and we all hate mm-hmm. Tullahoma, though. Right. <laughs> Tullahoma's well, already thinking about 2040. 2040. They're, yeah, yeah. You know, they, they have... <laughs> They have town hall meetings. I, I love the concept of town hall meetings, and I, I, I hope we do that here. I, I hope that that's in our future, um, to have town hall meetings and bring people in. And, you know, there's, there, is, there are pros and cons to that because you get on rabbit trails and, you know, you, people want to take you down paths and, and things like that, and you have to kind of corral it. But, uh, but town hall meetings let people have a voice in, okay, this is kind of where we want to go. But, you know, you got to give it to them. I mean, they're planning for 2040. Yeah. Which means they have a 25 plan, a 30 and 35 plan, so they're already looking at 40, and so that is um, that's smart. You, you just you have to you got to give it up for that. But um, but Franklin County, you've got Ford coming in in West Tennessee, Tennessee. Yeah. Let's talk about Tennessee. Right. So you've got the Ford, the Oval City coming in, mm-hmm. huge win. Right. Well, with that comes other industries that support that, and so we have a connection to 64. A beautiful connection to 64, which yeah. goes all the way to Memphis. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the industry, the automotive industry in Chattanooga. Absolutely. Uh, we yeah, have huge. Nissan, you know, right. huge. So, so does Smyrna, so does Nashville. So does Smyrna, so does Nashville. And so you can see the theme. You see the theme of Tennessee. You don't have a state Spring income Hill. tax. Uh, Spring Hill. GM is in uh, Spring That's right. Hill. Uh, <clears throat> and so people want to come here. They want to retire here. They want to come here. And so... You're just going to, the influx, it's, it's inevitable that with that growth, you're going to have an influx of people. Um, and, and cars. And, and cars. Pets, and, and, and houses. That's right. And that's right. Boats. That's right. And, and boats. And, uh, you know. Airplanes. But, but here, is, here is our challenge. And, and this is what a lot of our small businesses would say today. Not our small businesses only, but every business that we see right now. And, and we'll go to this. It's a shortage of workers. Yeah, everywhere. 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 So it's great to build it, but we have to be able to supply the employees. Yeah. And so, yeah, we we got to go to work. You know, I, I, I said one time it's time to make the donuts. It's time to make the donuts. we got to get up and make the donuts, Al. Uh, <laughs> we got to get to work. Um, and, and so it is supplying these businesses with employees Mm -hmm. so that we can open up the lobbies we can do all these things Uh, we can unload the ships uh, and we can get our goods get get, get our hands on this stuff (laughs) i read somewhere the other day i don't think it was in the local newspaper but i read a national this was in the wall street journal um or could have been chattanooga a national business was having so much problem, even though they raised their hourly wages for workers and tried to entice people uh, into their particular market, Mm -hmm. they were still having problems uh, getting enough people to work. Yep. Uh, And, and, you know, somebody's got to do all the the work. That's right. Uh, That's right. This is is how the world goes around. Yeah. You know, it's with people working everyone has to do their part their job every job is important every job is important i think last year we you know we got into that essential workers and and the bottom line is every position is essential you know unemployment is now down to like two percent in some places yeah 2.9 yeah it's, it's dropped gotta, so so low gotta 
got to go to work. Got to go to work for sure. Um, and and even you know I was sitting at um, I was sitting at McDonald's the other day at the drive-through, um, and um, they have a sign on yeah. the side. Hiring. Hiring. And, you know, I think um, a manager is right around fifty-five to 60000 a year. Um, and they've got a shift manager's like sixteen fifty an hour. Um, so, yeah, we've got to get to work. Got to get to work. But more pets, you said. Sure, more pets. And, more uh, pets, you said. we got a Pet of the Week program here at uh, Eagle Radio. And Look we have that. a lot of fun with this. You know, we started... We started this a few months back and just playing around with the idea of Michelle and all of a sudden we we're bombarded with all of these mm-hmm. photos and, and opportunities mm-hmm. and people interested in mm-hmm. um, showcasing their pets uh, on, on our Facebook page um, so cute. and you know it's just unbelievable mm-hmm. Uh, the amount, and that led to uh, an attempt at at having a pet show uh, during one of the downtown events, and uh, um, there wasn't the number, uh, the numbers weren't what we thought they would be, but there was some interest in it, and uh, Mm -hmm. the next one is going to be huge. Mm -hmm. Um, But we continued to uh, plug uh, all these pets, so continue to send your uh, pets each week, uh, and our theme this week is sort of a Halloween theme. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Right. Um, and uh, uh, Amanda Ryder now uh, takes care of the Pet of the Week contest. And uh, so our Facebook page is WZYX Cowan. Uh, you got to put that Cowan in there. So we did have uh, a contest and had people vote for their favorite uh, of the uh, four finalists. And so she found out that... Uh, a uh, goat, Lindy, little baby goat. Um, it's called Unicorn Peppy. <laughs> Lindy Bean has a great little uh, farm yep. out there, and you know, you, your kids can go out there and and pet and feed and handle and whatever goats and rabbits and chickens and roosters and all kinds of stuff. But this is the cutest little thing. It is. Little unicorn. baby goat is called the spooky pet of the week. It has a unicorn uh, themed uh, shroud on it. How I don't cute. know what would you call it. It is so cute. <clears throat> yeah. So cute. So that's the uh, pet of the week. Congratulations to Lindy. Uh, yep. We talked about going out to Granddaddy's Farm <coughs> on one of our uh, remotes on Friday. Oh, yeah, Granddaddy's Farm. Yeah, so that may be the next one we, uh, we yep. go to before it gets too late. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Green yeah. Day's Farm is a great place, too. Uh, it is. Something to do in Franklin. It's something else to do in Franklin County. I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's growing, too, but I don't know. But um, we always make it a point to, to mm-hmm. take grandchildren out to we Green Day's Farm. I mean, yep. we just, that's, yep. you got to do that. Yep. The girls something. love it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to do that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, congratulations there for the Pet of the Week. The little unicorn baby goat. Um, so you don't have to be a dog or a cat. That that's true. You gotta send. Uh, you gotta send that's it true. in. Send us a that's picture. True. I wonder if she does goat yoga out there. Have you heard of goat yoga? Yes, I have. I wonder if she does that. Yeah. Um, that I think she did at one time, and I think she partnered maybe with Barfly, and they had a couple of classes out there for goat yoga. Oh, we are. Yeah, you, you 
you lay down, you do your stretches, and goats walk on you. <laughs> who, who knew that that was going to be a knew? trend? Right? Who knew? But it is. And it's fun. It's cute. <laughs> well, Davis, we're winding down our uh, show here this week, and it's been great to have Michelle Earl here. And do come back. I sure will. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. This has been really a lot of fun. We enjoyed the, the things. We have to read our yep. credits now. The uh, Russian chauffeur that picked you up and brought you here today, uh, appreciate his uh, efforts. Pick up and drop off. Our <laughs> copyright attorney is Pat Pending. We are represented by the law firm of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe. Our executive chef, which you enjoyed some of his food today, is mm -hmm. Chris P. Bacon. Mm -hmm. We have uh, 401k advisors, Dallas and Burnham. Our air quality monitor is carbon dioxide, and our assistant fleet manager is Lisa Carr. Uh, and we do have an audience response analyst, uh, Luke Warm, does a great job. Our producer is Jeff Bugsy Pennington of the Cowan Mafia, and sitting in for him today is Will Dog Davis, who once ate five hot dogs in one sitting, right where you're sitting right now. Goodness. Mm. I mean, he's not challenging the guy who does the uh, uh, national contest every right. year, but he may get there one day. He might. Five is pretty good. Will and I will be uh, at uh, Nolensville tonight uh, for uh, the contest along with uh, the legend, the Hall of Famer, Red Roberts, um, <laughs> yeah. bringing you the play-by-play uh, -play and the commentary, and good luck, Rebels. We'll be there to... Um, bring that game to you so join us tonight we start at what time four o'clock with uh, your show will and then six o'clock we go into our pregame with uh, conversations with the coaches and Bob Robertson from Huntland and and uh, coach Cunningham from here so it's a big night for us uh, sports guys and we'll be leaving here in not too too many hours because it's a long drive up to mm. Nolensville. You've been to Nolensville? I have been to Nolensville. Yeah. Yes. A yeah. couple of hours at least yeah. if the traffic's not if too the bad. <laughs> and the weather, <laughs> the weather uh, participants. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Thanks for everybody. I appreciate you. Franklin County is listening to Eagle 94.5 WZYX. This is Eagle 94.5. We have been Eagle talking here for the last hour and a half with Grant Gibson, who had to leave early, and Michelle Earl will be back next week. Guess what? Stephanie Wilson will be yes. in your chair next week, and we look forward to that. Absolutely. Thanks, everyone. See you later.